Welcome to the Entrepreneur by Podcast with your host Sarah Peel. This is episode 30 and we are going to talk about something that I think that is not talked enough about in people who want to run a business, start a business, something's often overlooked and not considered. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So like I said, I am your host Sarah Peel. This is episode 30, which I can't believe. I also yet again want to apologize for missing two weeks of new episodes. Um, some things came up, and the last week was my birthday, so I wanted to spend that time with family and friends and relax, so that's why. But enough about that, let's go ahead and get on topic since I am back, and I plan on having multiple episodes ready for you guys. So, the topic is going to be marketing. I think marketing is something that's often overlooked in most most people who start out business because I think a lot of people find it a daunting topic, which I'm not going to deny say it isn't daunting. It is certainly daunting in the sense of the fact that people say you need to spend so much money on it. Others say it takes so much time. You need to know all this information. You need to know keywords. You need to know your market. You need to know ways to make yourself appealing, things to set yourself apart. And while that is true in a lot of ways in terms of the fact that marketing is a humongous aspect of business and really if you want to be a successful entrepreneur you really do need to know how to market um that's even if you're going to start like a little let's say a little local store in your town you're going to need to know how to market so you can let people know because if you create something that's not going to just be enough to bring people forward you have to be able to market that said product or service or whatever your your item that you're going to be making or selling or whatever you need to be able to market it and the only way to market um, sell it is to market it. So you need to know how to do that. But like I said, it's something I don't think is touched on enough. And I think a lot of people kind of poo-poo it. Or others, they think they have to do, you know, A, B, and C. While others tell you, no, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And just there's tons of confusing info. So I kind of want to maybe decode that a little bit for some of you. Give some tips that have worked for me as well as just some tips of wisdom. So the first thing is let's talk about what or is your item that you're going to be an entrepreneur of? Are you going to be a store owner? Are you going to be selling a service? Are you going to be like a content creator? Anything along those lines. You need to think about particularly what you're going to be marketing. You know, um, if you're somebody who wants to be like, I don't know, a social media star or something along those lines, you're going to market yourself differently than somebody, let's say, who is going to open a store online or somebody who is selling, let's say, services of doing... Um, proofreading or something along those lines you kind of need to know who your core audience is because not everybody's core clientele group or audience group or whatever you want to call them it's not going to be the same it's going to differ and then even within those segments they're going to be sub segments within it too so like let's say you're the content creator what is your content going to be i mean is it going to be a video is it going to be audio is it going to be audio and video what is the topic about what are you going to have multiple topics how often are you going to upload you know is it kind of more like comedy or is it more informational educational purposes so you have to figure out really who you are selling to essentially in order to be able to market and i think a lot of people and even when my beginning when i started over 10 years ago you know i didn't really put enough thought or effort into marketing because you know, I was new, I was young, I was thinking, oh, well, you know, with internet, you know, anyone can find you, which is true, but your chances are going to be a lot lower if you don't put the time and effort into marketing. So you need to know who you're marketing to, and that takes research. So once you decide what your your item you're going to be selling or promoting or marketing, essentially, you need to do research and see what others are doing around you, maybe do a couple test runs, um, you know look up keywords, whatever. Find out what these people are searching for. Now, you could pay somebody to do this for you through sites like Fiverr or um, oh, what is what Odesk is called now? I can't think of the top of my head, but sites like that. Um, I would say preferably, though, because a lot of times you're going to see people who are, again, essentially marketing their services on those platforms. 
They're going to offer competitive prices, and sometimes those people who offer competitive prices, they're not going to be able to provide you exactly what you need. Since you yourself know what you're going to be doing best of all and who you are, I really advise you do it yourself. Now, this does take time. It's going to take a lot of effort and time on your behalf. And there's some people who don't like making lists. I'm certainly one of those people. I am not a list maker, which is kind of funny to say since I clearly have a lot of goals and dreams that I'm working on. It. It's not easy. But, you know, just kind of do your research. You know, maybe set aside 30 minutes a day for the next two weeks to do it. Or if you're somebody who kind of more into, like, you know, you dive into something majorly before you do it. Go ahead and take some time aside and do it. You know, look at look at your competitors. Don't be afraid to look at competitors or even maybe ask questions to certain competitors. Now, granted, you shouldn't be asking for a secret recipe or a secret sauce or whatever, but you can ask them like, you know, how did you get your start marketing? What did anger did you use? What are some tips that you said think that work better for our shared interests of what we're doing versus what's not? You know, you don't want to steal things from them, but you want to be able to get information. Sometimes you're going to see people who won't want to give that to you. Um, this is definitely true. I think with a lot of people on the internet, I see a lot of them not wanting to share information, which I think is a humongous disservice to people and the entrepreneurs, especially even people just wanting to look for jobs from home. A lot of them are afraid to give information out because it's very competitive market in all all segments. So you do need to you know, be mindful that not everybody's going to want to give the same information. So, you know, be careful. Um, sometimes people who are people who, you know, want to help others, who are maybe influential, or they just want to help others have the same level of success and happiness they are, sometimes you can find information. A good spot to start looking that up on is YouTube. Um, case in point, there is something I'm looking into possibly doing and starting. I've been doing research, I want to say, maybe for, I guess, about two months. I guess it really started in December. Um, I haven't started yet, but I've done quite a bit of research and I'm still doing more research. Um, I don't think I'm quite at the point where I'm ready to kind of kind of just get started with and delve in. But one of the places that I've done most of my research is on YouTube and I found a wealth of information. So, you know, YouTube is a good spot to get started with it. If you're unsure what to search for, you know, maybe type up... Um, tips for whatever you're going to be doing you know let's say you want to be a, a fitness coach well type up tips how to become a fitness coach and a lot of times you know if you watch a couple of those videos then youtube is going to start suggesting similar items and similar videos to you around that same topic and guidance so and also if you know certain creators you see certain creators having multiple videos you could just go to their channel directly and see what all they have within that particular um topic or you know, information, anything along those lines. They might also have stuff on their website. So just get started with that. Um, also use Google. Now, I know Google has kind of been a touchy subject because, as we've seen in the past, there have been times they have actually gotten really bad with the search results. Um, you know, they filter things heavily out. Uh, sometimes, usually you're going to see, like, big-name brands being on top versus smaller things. So finding information on certain things isn't going to be as easy as it used to be, unfortunately. But don't let that uh, under undermine you or whatever. Don't let that scare you off. You can still use it. Just you might have to play around with different keywords. Think about well, how can how can I search for this particular item? You know, to find this information. And just kind of play around. It might be a little bit more time consuming than using, let's say, something such as just YouTube. But you should be able to find some information. Also, check things like Amazon. Um, you know, some of those websites that have, you know, classes you can take online or even videos. Um, Skillshare is a site, I think, on top of my head that you could even search for, depending on kind of, again, what you're looking for. Um, not everything's going to probably be on it, so don't 
you know, I don't think you're going to be able to find every single topic. I mean, if you're going to be, you know, um, selling, let's say, something super niche or super specific, maybe local to you, you might not be able to find the information specifically you're looking for online. But like I said, just generally look, um, you know, play with keywords, play with thinking about what would those particular items related to be so you can find information out. So, you know, again, know your market, know who you're marketing to, and do your research. Second of all, think about what platforms are going to work best for you. Ideally, in real, you know, ideally versus realistically, let's talk about for a moment, is people going to tell you want to have a presence on all platforms. You want a presence on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, etc., etc. Snapchat, which is basically now, let's be honest, Snapchat isn't really anything particular anymore. It's nothing special. Um, not something I think that has a lot of success or room for. But at one point, you know, it was kind of the fastest growing platform, top-notch platform out there. So you want to keep that in mind, obviously. But, you know, don't think you have to have literally a presence on every platform, you know. Especially if these are platforms you're not quite completely comfortable with. Maybe you're not 100% sure how to use it. Uh, maybe you're kind of shy and scared. You know, you don't have to go into all the platforms at once let alone have be on all those platforms at all. I would say the main ones that you probably do want a presence with would obviously be um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And of course, YouTube, um, which I think is important too, which is something that has been a little bit difficult for me. Like I said, I don't think everyone is you know, comfortable being on camera, which is okay. It's something I do want to become more comfortable with in time. But it's something to think about. So, you know, maybe put you two on a back burner if it's something you want to do. But definitely, I would say Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now, I will say for me, I think my biggest success, and as I mentioned this before in previous episodes, if you've listened to me before, which is Twitter. Twitter has been probably easily the best thing that I've used for this podcast in terms of marketing. Even when I was a freelance writer, I would actually heavily use uh, Twitter to promote. I find it you know, pretty easy to use. People can kind of narrow down and search for what they're looking for through hashtags. For the most part, I think it's quite easy and easy to use, easy to learn, as well as easy to master. So it's probably one of the easier ones to get started with. And I think also it's a great platform for marketing. Now granted, you know, like I said, if you are maybe a super hyper-local business or you want to be a hyper-local business, maybe Twitter won't be your best friend in terms of that because, you know, like case in point where I live, I live in probably, I say small, but others would say more mid-sized city. And, you know, we do have people who have online presences, stores and companies, but I would say it's not maybe as much as you'd see with like the bigger cities or bigger brands So on Twitter. So I really wouldn't think Twitter would be kind of the right size and fit for everything. If you're going to be someone who's going to be more or less kind of a hyper-local company or business, your best bet probably will be Facebook and that, and then also maybe having um, like a Yelp account or something like that. Those will probably be your best thing. So again, kind of knowing who your market is will play into your marketing plan a little bit better. So if you're a hyper-local business, if you're going to be a store, you're going to be a restaurant, make sure you have a Yelp account. You know, that will help you. Um, have a Google you know, a page on Google for you, um, register your business on Google, things like those lines would be probably more beneficial to you, and then also it would be easier to buy advertisements that way through Facebook, or even Google for your particular area. Now, if, like I said, if you're going to be a completely online business offering informational products, you don't really need that, um, but I would use Twitter and Instagram, and I think Instagram is good for everyone, irregardless um, of if you're a physical or a completely online digital company, you know, I think Instagram is kind of a good platform in general for everybody, I think there's room for everyone, and there's room for success, 
Um, would I say that I've had my most success on Instagram? No. I would also say that I probably don't use Instagram enough for what I want to do. Um, and that's something I'm working on. Um, it's not always the most easiest thing I like to do for me. And I guess I probably should maybe even, even do an episode on this or maybe perhaps even a video if I get brave enough. Um, if you want to give me your feedback, if you'd like to know more about my kind of workflow and how... I do things how I kind of work throughout the day. I would love for you to let me know. You can go ahead and tweet me at mbr 0 on Twitter, which is probably the easiest and fastest way to contact me. Or you can contact me through my website, which is bizblazes.com, which is also kind of another little platform and service I'm trying to help out. So people, if you want to know more about that, you can check out my podcast that I actually made all about that, which is what is email processing system, which was the previous episode. It was episode number 29, if you want to know more about that. But Twitter and that website are probably the best way to contact me if you're interested. So back to the topic of, um, you know, working into things. So like I said, Twitter is easy for me. Um, I can usually do it in one fell swoop. It's, you know, I can go and schedule a bunch of posts in at once when I first get on and I don't have to worry about the rest of the day. You know, it, it, I can automate it, which makes it great. It makes it, I think, even that much more appealing to me and my endeavors because I don't have to think about it. Now, you know, Instagram, I'm probably, maybe I'm showing my age, but I'm pretty sure there's probably ways you could automate that or you could hire um, a, uh, you know, assistant to help you out with that. Um, obviously, I probably could hire an assistant. Would I want to hand over, fork over that control to somebody else? That's a totally different topic for a totally different episode. Um, but to roughly put it, I don't think I'm at that point where I want to do that yet. I don't really want to, and probably if you know you're an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur, you listen to this, you probably understand that we have a tendency to be a little bit of control freaks. There's no shame or harm to mention that. We are a little bit of control freaks, and we don't really want to, like, have to fork over control or give anything away to other people per se. So I think that's something we should all keep in mind. So, but definitely for me, that's yeah, you know, at this point, not really an option. But that's part of the problem is for me, Instagram is finding the time in the day to use it and be active on it without it messing with the rest of my workflow. Um, compared to how in Twitter, I can kind of do an all in well, one fell swoop, go in, check the website a couple different times a day, and I'm good. You know, that, that fulfills that particular segment. Um, now, for Facebook, in terms of that, you know, I'm, I have to admit, I kind of try to avoid Facebook for the most part because um, my business is associated with my personal page. You know, my personal page, I can get quite frustrated with seeing some of the people that I have listed on it. Now, I know, I know I can only remove them, etc., or hide them for whatever reason, which I could. But for the most part, you know, it's something that makes me kind of unsure. Plus, I'm not that great at marketing on um, Facebook, and also because Facebook does mostly try to kind of throttle you into trying to pay to reach a bigger amount of people out there. Um, that's something to keep in mind as well. You know, maybe it's something you don't really want to mess with or, or you know, risk and see. You know, a few times I have used it and worked it to my workflow. I've had maybe very minor okay results with it. I wouldn't even say it was a success. Uh, so I admit that's kind of been on my back burner. It's probably not my main priority for my business. So it's something, again, I need to work on. I think right now Instagram probably will be the next main focus for this compared to Twitter just doing Twitter alone, I do think Instagram probably is better fit for me. But like I said, it depends on what your business is, it depends on your business model, what industry, etc. So, you know, put some thought into that, do your research, think about what works for you, and don't worry about mastering all of them. Now, let's talk a little bit about paid advertisements, which we sort of kind of segued into that when we were on the topic of Facebook. 
paid advertisements. Are they worth it? Is it something you should consider? Is it something that you should put money into? Um, if you do put money into it, should you control it? Should you pay somebody else to do it? Should you hire out to a firm to do it for you? So many questions and so much time. My first tip of advice is if you're a relatively new entrepreneur, a new company, you don't have a lot of money. If you're someone like me, you know, when I first got my start, you know, I really didn't have any, my, my startup was zero cost, essentially, which was great. That's the reason why I went with what I did when I first got started. Um, with that being said, I didn't have money for advertising. So that really wasn't even an option for me. Would I advise others to go ahead and start with paid advertisements? I don't really think it's necessary. Um, I know you're going to hear a lot of people, especially people who are basically, that's their job. They are paid um, marketers, you know, the social media marketers, whatever. They're going to say, you have to have paid advertisement. That's the only way you're going to get stuff shown out there. I would say slow down a little bit. That's not that's not really the full case or full truth. Um, is there some truth and element that it could help you and be beneficial? Probably. Is it something that is, you know, going to end your business if you don't do it or can't afford it? I would say certainly no, it would not. It might, in fact, actually be more beneficial to you in the long run to learn how to market without putting money forth before you put money forth in it. So you, got, you kind of know what works for you, what works for your business. You have no risk involved in it. So you can kind of know, okay, this is the area I want to go with in terms of paid marketing. So paid marketing is not something that I would say if you're starting up, you should consider. Now, if you're somebody who's more like me now where, you know, I have a couple different elements coming in, a couple different projects into play. Um, I have I have the money to do it, so it's not like I don't. Um, I'm at the point where I can, which, you know, eventually people starting out, they probably will get to that point. But do I want to? That is where I am. Now, I mean, I've done a couple um, paid campaigns. Mostly I've done it through Google, through Google AdWords. Um, I think they've changed their name now, but you can, you know, type Google AdWords and probably correct you on what it is. Um, you know, I've used those. Would I say I have seen some results? Yes. Would I say they were paid results in terms of, like, paying customers? Did I convert them into paying customers? No. Now, that might be, might be all my fault. Maybe I didn't market it correctly. Maybe I didn't use the correct keywords, etc., etc. That's all different things you can consider. But basically, I did see an increase on the site visitors. So if that's what you're looking for, then, you know, you can afford it. You have a little extra money. You want to try it out. You want to see how it's going to work for you. If it's going to fit into your business model, go ahead and try it. I wouldn't tell people not to. But would I say it's something that's absolutely required? No. Um, and then I also always manage my own ad work campaigns. So it's not like I hired a firm out or I paid somebody, some contractor to do it for me. Now, again, doing it on myself, by myself, maybe might have not been the best play. I'll be first one to admit it because I don't really know what I'm doing with it in terms of certain things. However, I will say, you know, I did see an increase in visitors. So I can't really complain with that. Now, granted, what I mostly was advertising was my super niche books, <laughs> ebooks that I have written in the past, which is kind of the problem when I was talking about knowing your product and knowing who you are marketing to. You know, if it's something that is super narrow niche and not a lot of people, not a lot of people can be interested in it you're probably not going to have a lot of successful paid marketing. Now, I haven't tried it for uh, yet. Let me rephrase that. I haven't tried it yet for other things that have, I think, a bigger reach. Um, possibly like my, this podcast is an example. So I can't really argue with that. Um, I can't say, well, 
you know, it doesn't work. Did it work for what I was trying to do at the time? Not the way I wanted it, but it worked enough in terms that it got more eyeballs on it. So I guess it kind of depends on what your end goal is and how you're going to pull them into possibly paid customers or return visitors. Um, other than that, I've had far more luck doing using Twitter, which is completely free in terms of having success with that versus not. So again, you know, think about what you want, what your goals are. Do you have the money for it? But is it necessary? No. Now, Facebook marketing, I haven't tried. I've been offered money, um, you know, like entry promo codes or whatever by Facebook for it. Um, I haven't tried it yet. Again, I probably will. But I will admit I'm not quite happy with the direction Facebook's going. Like I said, it doesn't really fit in with my... Um, it hasn't really fit in with what I'm doing or my workflow, day-to-day -day workflow. So it's something that's probably going to be quite low on my priority list. I think I'm more likely to try other things first before that. It's kind of like the last straw for me. But like I said, it kind of depends on you, who you're marketing to, etc. You know, your again, what works for you and your company. There's no one-size-fits-all marketing for anyone across the board. So you don't need to worry about Just because I haven't done it or it didn't work out the way I want it for me, it doesn't mean it won't for you. The only way you're going to know that is by trying. But you have to decide and prioritize what you're willing to try first versus what you're willing to try last. Like I said, for me, it's going to be more on the lower side of the scale for me to try. Um, besides all those things, other marketing, paid marketing, like um, I know some people, they will pay social media stars essentially to advertise for them and things like that. They will send YouTubers stuff, um, have different things like that. You know, because if you're a super local company, you're going to obviously need some money to market it to the local area I would advise staying away from the internet for that try to get the word out without using heavily on the internet at first uh, or kind of have maybe a 50 50 percent tie between them to get that out but if you're all a completely digital company then your marketing plan is going to have to be completely digital so you know again taking into consideration what kind of business you are who you're marketing to and how you're going to market to like I said look at what your competitors are doing as well um, you could actually get some really helpful and useful tips from them on that. Uh, so with that, no, knowing those things, you know, think about paid online marketing. Um, besides those, some of the other marketing, like I know you can pay certain, uh, at least like your business online, you can pay directories to link to you, etc. I would kind of say just avoid those altogether. I don't think a lot of people use directories anymore as they used to back 20 years ago. So I would say, you know, that's probably a very low priority in terms that you're not going to really get very much help. If you think about a directory, online directory is really not that much different than the traditional phone book. If you are older like me, then you probably remember what a phone book is and was and how people used it. You've probably seen over the last 20 years how much they have shrunk down in your area. They're not even, doesn't even seem like they are published every year anymore. Um... So, you know, it's kind of no different than that. It's kind of at this point a moot point to use those to market. Um, you know, I would say maybe, you know, you could use, create cute little video clips you could post on Facebook or Instagram, or not Instagram, but um, YouTube and things like that probably would be a better chance of finding success with that versus listing yourself a directory. I don't think I'm missing out on anything else. Um, like I said, I think the two most common is Facebook and uh, um AdWords. Oh, and then also, obviously, Instagram has their promotion stuff, too. Um, again, I haven't tried that because I haven't really incorporated Instagram as much as I would like to into my daily workflow. That is something that I plan on 
working on doing, so I can't really talk too much about that. Um, so I guess maybe we'll have a future episode once I do get around trying that, which probably will happen much sooner than hearing about my adventures with Facebook promotion or, you know, advertising on Facebook. So with that being said, um, let's see. I've talked about knowing your market, doing your research, knowing who you're marketing to, uh, doing free marketing versus paid marketing. Um, okay, and with that being said, I think I pretty much touched on all the topics I really kind of wanted within that. Um, you know, just like I said, know who you're marketing to. Most of all, believe in yourself. And don't worry about doing paid marketing or, you know, trying to master all platforms. I really think the key is just knowing who you're marketing to, knowing how to market to them, how to speak to them, how to connect. Oh, here's another tip I want to mention. Be personal, you know. People connect with a personality more than they're going to connect with a product or a service. And I think that's why we see a lot of social media stars and YouTube stars having success with marketing stuff because people connect to them on a personal level. So they're more likely to trust that person and buy into that person's services selling or whatever, you know, whatever they are trying to pitch to people. Now, if you are somebody who is more or less on that side of the industry where you are the influencer, you are the marketer, um, you know, don't also don't just take things because they pay high money. You know, your viewers and listeners, they trust you. They believe in you. Don't sell them out just for a bigger paycheck. You know, only do things that you really like, you really believe to keep the trust. And don't say yes to nothing but just sponsor things. You know, have a little more personality. Connect with them. Keep that connection going with them. Let them see that, you know, you are more than just a human billboard at this point. I think a lot of people have lost that touch. And I think that's why we see a lot of people kind of turn on influencers more so than other celebrities. Which I don't even think influencers are celebrities. But I know there are people who argue with me on that. Um, so just don't lose that personal touch and don't lose who you are just because maybe you have a little bit more success in terms of money. Um, and then again, if you're somebody who is looking to market a service or product, you know, don't just go after people who have humongous followings. Um, you know, you're more likely to have success with a smaller to mid-sized social media person than you will with a bigger one because A, you probably get more money, more bang for your buck, as well as a bigger reach because people are going to still trust that person more so than the big person. Um, and then with that being said, like I said, just know who you're marketing to, plan out your plan, and, you know, as you continue to grow and as you continue to add different projects and elements into your business model or you have different side businesses you want to get started don't be afraid to take your time with it and to research it and to figure things out you know um, life may be short but it's not going to be that short where you don't want to go into something ill-prepared or not sure what you're doing or how you're doing it because you're going to have a much smoother ride once you launch if you know what you're doing that being said, if you like this podcast and you want to show your support, I would be so honored if you would go ahead and do a monthly donation to help me out. It would help me buy better equipment, better tools, and maybe even get a little bit better of production, which is ultimately the goal here. So please feel free to do that. On whatever platform you choose to listen to this, you should see the option to do that. Um, if you want to contact me, like I said, don't be afraid to tweet me at M- tw- on Twitter at mvr 0 or you can email me through visblazes.com if you want to learn more about email processing system, otherwise known as EPS. I do have 
episode 29 podcast all about it. You can go ahead and check that out. And hopefully soon I'll be able to talk a little bit more about some of my other projects that I am working on. Until then, I will catch you next time. Thank you.